Thanks for tuning back into the Works Podcast. I had the opportunity to sit down with Jeff Mason, CEO of the Michigan Economic Development Corporation. Jeff is charged with implementing and executing MEDC's core mission of business development and attraction, community development, providing access to capital, and improving Michigan's image and brand. Prior to becoming the CEO of the MEDC, Jeff was the executive director of Michigan's University Research Corridor, an alliance that was between U of M, MSU, and Wayne State University that transforms, strengthens, and diversifies Michigan's economy. Hope you enjoy the conversation. Hello, and welcome to The Works a podcast by GST Michigan Works, where we explore strategies to attract and retain the best talent Michigan has to offer. So, without further ado, here's your host, Jesse Bilyeu. Okay, welcome back to the Works Podcast. I'm excited to have our special guest that we have here this month with us, Jeff Mason, CEO of MEDC uh, here in Michigan. Thanks for joining us. Pleasure to be with you, Jesse. So I wanted to start out with just kind of a, maybe a high-level overview of, you know, MEDC, the, the kind of core mission of the organization, and, and maybe we just start from there. We really focus on three things, um, creating an image and promoting Michigan both as a travel destination, so... Many people are familiar with the Pure Michigan campaign. Yes, I love we're, Pure Michigan. Yeah, we're the keepers of that brand uh, for the tourism side, but we also market the state as a place to do business and try to attract business in. So that's one of our missions. Okay. Um, our second is um, community vitality, which then translates into that third component, where which is you know business development, business expansion, business attraction. Because business wants to locate where talent exists and where they can find the talent that they need to be successful. Absolutely. There's there's so many facets to the the talent and economic development conversation and, and I'm usually in the, the talent space, but right. you, you quickly realize that all those things go hand in hand. Yeah, there's there's I think that intersection, I mean you know, we have a graphic at the MEDC where it talks about how, you know, uh, Talent wants place, place wants business, business wants talent, and how, you know, it all kind of weaves together. And it's really about, you know, not, you know, having one of those components, but really about getting all three of those components working together that I think creates really, you know, the right environment for success for companies to be able to, you know, find the talent that they need in the community where they are located or want to locate in order to have a successful enterprise. Yeah. I think, you know, we were introduced to um, an initiative a few years ago, and we're, we're part of um, um, Project Rising Tides, part of the team that's that's uh, Rising Tides in, in communities. We were Sandusky and now Marlette. And, you know, working with the collection of nurses that come together um, and having Mishta, for example, you know, it's, it's a critical conversation when you're talking with business because when they're attracting uh, folks from out of state, you know, we hear this a lot from um, hospitals uh, that are attracting doctors, you know, to come from somewhere else and, and kind of the, the piece of, it, it's always interesting to listen to those folks talk about how much they have to sell the spouse in a lot right. of cases, right. you know, I mean, where are the parks and what are the schools like and, 
and you're selling the community. So talent attraction and, and uh, you know, the community is, is going into the vibrancy community is critical. Well, we'll talk about the fact that, you know, young people um, in particular um, search out, you know, where they want to live and then find a job. Now, I think it's a combination of both, but um, but I think it is, you know, kind of interesting that, you know, people are looking for, you know, the places where there's vibrant downtowns, things are walkable, um, there is cultural activities taking place, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are outdoor recreational opportunities. <clears throat> we have a program through our community development team, Public Spaces, Community Places. Mm-hmm. We actually are using crowdfunding through Ternicity where we will match up to $1,000 for communities that are doing Things like dog parks or trails or yeah. public art projects, um, and you know, communities are raising their own funds. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think over like thirty thousand Michiganders have contributed over five million dollars to help wow. match our dollars to help to improve you know the quality of life in their own communities. Yeah. So that's kind of that pure Michigan pride. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there is something about that campaign that does, you know, it does make you proud of where you come from. Ab- you bet. I mean, I think it's, it's you know, only an attraction tool for visitors and guests and actually business people, you know, see that and they see the quality of life and get interested potentially, you know, what's going on in Michigan. But I think Michiganders ourselves mm-hmm. take great pride in, in that campaign and, you yeah. know, it's a very positive, uplifting uh, Definitely. campaign. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you see it when you're out of state, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I always tease and say I have a bit of a competitive nature, so when I see other, other states' attractions, I say, well, that's good. Yeah, right. Ours, yeah. ours, ours is yeah, right, right, you know. It's not for Michigan. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I guess keeping on that trend line, you know, and looking, you know, we have a new administration that's in office. So, you know, as we look ahead in the, the coming years, you know, how do you really see the MEDC's role working with the Michigan workforce system? Well, I think uh, I think you touched on a little earlier, Jesse. I mean, you know, economic development uh, is kind of a team sport. I mean, it really takes a lot of different groups and organizations really on the same page and working together to, to make this thing work. Yeah. Right? I mean, um, get the MEDC to help companies at sites and locations and um, but then, you know, we need the Michigan Works Agencies and others to help partner with us in terms of producing and identifying the right kind of talent that that company needs, mm-hmm. whether they're coming new into a community or whether they're expanding with a, in a community. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that, you know, what I really like uh, in the, the collaboration and partnership with the um, business development managers it gives an opportunity for them to kind of get to know um, our team on the ground and and kind of work together to figure out how we can you know braid funding or mm-hmm. uh, look at unique uh, ways of bringing uh, a specific customized training to a business and right. understanding the different dimensions of what the business's needs are because sometimes they they may only look to our agency as well they're going to help us post jobs right. or they're going to help us put people through training um, but you know having those partnerships that you can look at that. You in a multi-dimensional way, I think is very beneficial to everyone. I mean, you look at uh, the uh, Lear Corporation mm-hmm. uh, here in Flint, yeah. you know, recently at Buick City, up that new manufacturing operation, 
I think that was a great partnership in terms of, you know, the MEDC and the workforce side all coming together really to help Lear yes. uh, be able to find the talent that they need. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, 400 new jobs here in the Flint area. Amazing. I think I recall that like 1,700 people turned out yes. for, you know, the job fair related to that company hiring individuals mm-hmm. um, that are going to, you know, help to employ uh, uh, residents here in the community create uh, economic prosperity for uh, the, the Flint, Massey region, yeah. uh, and the state of Michigan. Yeah, that's a great example, too, of, of that collaboration, as you said. And when I think about just the recruiting effort, you know, uh, we have, you know, education partners. You know, we we're, work well with uh, Mott Community College here who um, help to take the lead on those job fairs, and we're funneling individuals through that. But then, you know, to have an organization like Lear really look at very early on, they uh, joined on to our uh, the Connection Business Resource Network. And, you know, that perspective of being an employer of choice and really focusing on retention from the beginning, critical. So, you know, having our success coaches come on site and figure out, you know, it's great that we've been able to, um, you know, put these 400 plus jobs together, but how do we really make sure that we have an environment where these folks are going to be able to stay? Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, especially when, yeah, you know, we talked a little bit offline before this, we're talking about, you know, a lot of times folks that struggle with transportation or uh, just getting child to care. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think, you know, that's where what you guys do within the Michigan Works and the Workforce Development Agencies is critically important to, to helping, you know, businesses succeed. I mean, and the number one issue from companies these days is, you know, finding the right amount or the right skill level of talent. You know, it used to be that Michigan needed more jobs. Now the challenge is having enough workers with training right. for the jobs that we are creating here in Michigan. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I think engaging the underemployed workforce, you know, that's been a focus of our regional prosperity group as well, really understanding, you know, where those individuals are at. Um, And, you know, we we have a large number of people that um, are underemployed that, you know, maybe just don't have access to the information on what, you know, a short training could do to get them to that next step of employment. But working with our members at, you know, the chamber and, and other groups to, you know, do those kind of critical analysis and, and work together to find those pockets of individuals. Um, but then also, you know, making a great place when we're trying to bring folks in to move to Michigan. Um, I think that's a at least everybody that I know that has family that lives out of state, we have our own little, you know, recruiting effort to try to bring people back home. Absolutely. If you're in uh, talent for development, sure. you're definitely, hey, I know the job just for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, either we have to recruit them back or we have to grow them from within or, right. you know, there's there's only limited talent pools out there, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, one of the things we like to talk about on the Works Podcast is, you know, points of pride or, you know, stories of success and, you know, something that's happening local to home. I mean, as we're sitting here talking, it's kind of exciting because we record our podcast in the Capitol building in downtown Flint. And, you know, when you walk out, you know, well, not only within the building, but when you walk out on the street, there's there's signs of great growth and, and economic prosperity happening all around you. Um, do you have some examples from, from our region that you, that kind of stand out to you? I think just uh, a month or so ago, actually up in uh, Tuscola in the Carroll area, 
um, there was a quality roasting project which is going to be uh, putting in equipment that's going to roast uh, and process soybeans yeah right and it's a 10 million dollar investment it's going to employ i think 10 or 15 people mm-hmm. that's not a huge number but in that area yep. that's a big deal that's right and so i think you know we try to look at things of you know it may be something that could have a big difference and a big impact in mm-hmm. a lot of our communities around the state. Um, so that's one example. I mean, there's a number of other things happening here in the Flint area, yeah. um, you know, whether it's uh, companies or community projects. You know, as you mentioned, um, the theater here, but there's a number of other ones. Uh, the Ferris Wheel is uh, a new kind of innovation center here right on Saginaw Street in downtown Flint, yeah. which is trying to um, you know, encourage individuals who think they have a business idea or an invention, um, how they become their own employer. Yep. Creating job creators. There's a lot of interest and there's, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast before that it it seems like there's more support than ever for um, business startups in Michigan. And the, the, uh, even on, you know, the local level, uh, we have uh, kind of an outpost for the uh, small business development team that comes sure. out from time to right. time. And right. um, we'll do some counseling sessions or the ability to tap into the webinars that they host. Yep. Um, we'll set those up in and our the center, Small too. business development centers, which are regionally based across the state, have, I think, amazing resources. Uh, and that's one of, I think, uh, our kind of um, startup ecosystem that's created over a number of years to really try to encourage and support more of those entrepreneurs that want to, you know, jump out and take some risk and, uh, and be their own employer. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's, you'd be hard pressed to find um, people more passionate about helping people than the ones that at least come out to our, our location yeah. to help. Yeah. I, I think, you know, the economy in Michigan is really, I think, hitting on a lot of cylinders you know, the, the governor, I think, is really excited about um, some of her talent initiatives that yeah. she's proposed in her budget. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, we're, some of the work that we're doing in talent pipeline management and in building business collaboratives to bring, you know, that, that real-time information to training providers um, so that we can, you know, as a workforce agency, we can invest funds in helping people pay for those trainings. So many times we'll meet individuals and it, it's, you know, there they're may be a, a year or two uh, away from doubling their, their income. Right. Um, and in what can be perceived as, you know, a really entry-level space in some of the industries that we're working with in here. But, but, uh, and it's, it's, it's so refreshing and, and nice to, you know, have that conversation around, um, that there's a balance. Um, you know, yes, individuals need, uh, we'd certainly need the credential attainment, but then we're also building these opportunities for our skilled trades that uh, we did a, a pre-apprenticeship program here recently that in, in seven weeks we were able to get those adults kind of turned around and in mm-hmm. the direction of the trades and getting them connected with some apprenticeship opportunities. And from there, they're going to get right. training for a long time. Which I think is what it's all about is that, you know, um, the statistics out there about you know the number of jo- different jobs people will have over the course of their life, right? Yeah, and yeah. and that you've really got to continually kind of um, you know improve your skills, improve that education, so that you're able to make those jumps or movements throughout your career to these different types of jobs. Right. right. 
and getting that real-time information from the businesses, uh, you know, so it doesn't take us quite so long to, you know, get get into a position where we can create those programs to turn folks around faster. Right. Is is kind of the, you know, uh, the trick, but I would say we're getting better at it all the time, it feels like. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think the... Uh, with the talent development liaisons and the, we've got kind of that um, field network to really be, be able to understand what businesses need yeah. um, in real time and, and be able to then kind of feed that information back to the supply side, if you will, mm-hmm. in terms of how then to, to respond and produce that kind of talent. Absolutely. It's working well. And, and I think that, you know, when we are, you mentioned the, the talent district um, folks and in just a short amount of time, I think we've already started to see some real um, benefit of just you know solidifying that network. The need for talent is so great um, that you know whatever direction we can collaborate together in to be able to build that pipeline and make it solid, um, and the, the faster we can do it, the better. I'm so excited about you know what the the future holds. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty bullish on uh, on Michigan and. Uh you know, whether it's, you know, travels to the Upper Peninsula or the west side of the state or over here on the east side, I mean, I think Michigan's uh, future is very bright and promising. Absolutely. Well, thanks for making us a stop on your trip. I know you're a busy person, and we really appreciate you taking time to come out to our region and talk about MEDC, and hopefully we'll work on some projects uh, in the future, and we can have you come back, and we'll, we'll share another success story. My pleasure. Good to be with you. Thanks.